if we don't know who we are, we can't expect anybody else to figure us out. That's good. <laughs> it's true. And, yeah. And so, and that's what happens a lot of times in marriage. Mm. We don't know who we are. And then we expect sometimes our husbands to figure us out mm. or how to resolve conflict or resolve, you know, issues that you have in your marriage from a place of reference. If you know who you are and you know you have the character of God, then that's your place of reference is to lean back on who God says I am. What does God say I should do in this situation? Hmm. How should I even direct my prayer? Hey girl, it's Marisha Franklin, your host and founder of Wife Life. I'm so glad you stopped by to join the conversation today. Here at the Wife Life Podcast, we are dedicated to connecting you to godly wisdom and practical tips that will help you in your own personal wife life. So listen, as we get started, I encourage you to join the conversation with an open heart, an open mind, and listening ears so that you can receive as much as possible. All right, let's get started. Hey, it's season two, episode three of the Wife Life podcast. The theme for season two is becoming. Of course, we're doing a little play on Michelle Obama's book, but we're hitting it from a different angle as it relates to identity. Today, we'll be talking to one of the founding wow Renee Saunders. You say, what's a wow? <laughs> they are the women of wisdom, which are our seasoned married women. Mrs. Renee is an integral part of Wife Life's journey. She is truly a pioneer. She gave her time personal finances, and resources to see the mission of Wife Life go forward. I am so grateful for her. Words cannot really express my sentiment. Mrs. Renee has been married for about 37 years to Jewel Saunders. They have three beautiful adult daughters, and she has worked as a school nurse for at least over a decade. Let's see what Mrs. Renee has to say about identity. What are your thoughts as it relates to a married woman and her identity after marriage? I wanted to come from a place of us really understanding who we are as children of God mm-hmm. and how that distinguishes us. But as children of God, we have to maintain that relationship with him in order to build a relationship with anyone else. Yeah. Because if we don't know who we are, we can't expect anybody else to figure us out. That's good. <laughs> it's true. And, yeah. And so, and that's what happens a lot of times in marriage. Mm. We don't know who we are. And then we expect sometimes our husbands to figure us out mm. or how to resolve conflict or resolve, you know, issues that you have in your marriage from a place of reference. If you know who you are and you know you have the character of God, then that's your place of reference is to lean back on who God says I am. What does God say I should do in this situation? Mm. How should I even direct my prayers mm-hmm. toward being the woman God has created me to be in this marriage. How do I do those things? In a practical sense, day to day, understanding that I am to take on the character of God because that's who I am. I am made in his image. Yes, to struggle, but when you don't know what to do, you go and you read his word 
and you try to understand that this is the character I'm supposed to take on. Share with us a time when you may have struggled with identity. How did that affect your relationship with your husband? So there's so many examples of that because I can think in terms of uh, getting maybe upset or angry mm-hmm. with something he did or something he said and just not letting it go, mm. you know, and how, you know, it caused, you know, conflict mm-hmm. or we just, you know, you didn't feel like speaking or, you know, and it, it's because, you know, of my, the main thing is, is it was my own selfish pride, mm-hmm. you know, is what, generally would get in the way Mm -hmm. and that's definitely and that's that's probably the number one enemy you know Mm -hmm. of not knowing who you are you know you it's it's because you're coming from a place of pride Mm -hmm. you get upset because you feel like you know in some ways you've been attacked and it's just the pride that welled up in you and um you react out of that Mm-hmm. That created tension, maybe some poor decisions, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not speaking for a day or so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think that's that's huge because you're hitting the bigger the bigger part of the situation. What you're saying is that, you know, some people's parents will tell them, like, when we go in this store, you represented me. So don't you start acting out. Don't you start acting up. And what I hear you saying is that when we respond and we act out, are we acting out of the identity that Christ has given us or are we acting out of something else? And what I hear you saying is also that in those times that you weren't completely rooted and in tune with the identity God had given you, you would react out of yourself instead of reacting out of who he has called you to be, which is loving, which is kind, which is patient. You know, you would react out of pride or different things like that. So that's, that's huge. That's, that's better than an example <laughs> because that's the, that is a greater point that we can look toward, you know, that's the root of it, honestly. It really and, and pride is not necessarily the root. It could be different for each of us, you know, for, for me, it could be rejection. So if I feel rejected, I'm going to respond differently versus how God would have me to respond. You know what I mean? So we all could have our, our natural thing that causes us to act outside of who God has called us to be. And that's why it's so important to constantly go back to the word and in prayer and commune with him and read the word and see what he has to say about us and what he is telling us to do. And I hear what you're saying is so much bigger than just who we, who we are as a wife. It's so much bigger than who we who we are as mothers, as you know, even as women, we are children of the most high God. And ultimately that comes first before wife, before mom, before even woman, before anything, before a black woman, you know what I mean? I'm black and I'm, you know, before any of that comes the identity of Christ and who he has called you to be. And all that just falls in line under that. You operate in those specific roles because of your identity in Christ. So I hear you. I hear exactly what you're saying. That's it. That's it. And so I think if that is our guiding principle, mm-hmm. if that if if we that is what we embrace, we would save ourselves so much heartache and headache and just grief 
in our marriages if we embrace who God says we are. And also we would understand too that, you know, this is a daily thing. Mm -hmm. We don't just have to do this one time, you know, yeah. that we're going to have challenges. And so we're going to have to daily remind ourselves who we are, you know, that Christ lives within us. Uh, and, and how we do that is to practice walking in the presence of God, you know, mm-hmm. and how, how, so in a practical sense, yes, just trying to stay close to God, you know, stay in his word, continue to pray, you know, all through the day, you know, even if these little popcorn prayers or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, reminding ourselves that of who we are, we are children of God. We have the character of God. This is what we operate out of. You know? And so even when that flesh rises up, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. we still have to remind ourselves, you know, who we really are. Going back to, okay, my true identity, I take on, I am created in the image of God. I take on his character. I try to take that on every day and I operate out of that. Yeah. I practice that, you know, Mm -hmm. this is a practice. So it's not something that we can say one time, you know, and, Mm -hmm. but this is something that we die die to ourselves daily, you know? Yeah. Taking up the cross and dying to ourselves daily. And that is, that is where the identity becomes. And that's how we become who God has called us to be. This is good. So what would you say to the woman that's struggling with losing her identity? You know, that's struggling to find herself. When it comes to just a woman feeling like she's losing herself, again, I would say you're not. You're not. So go back and remind yourself of who God says that I am. And it's not a one-time thing. We have to do it over and over. Remind yourself of what God says. He says, I am wonderfully and fearfully made. He says that I'm the apple of his eye. He says that I am his workmanship. He's still working on me. He says all these things in his word about us. So go back when you feel that you're losing yourself, go back, stop, pause and say, how am I defining myself or who defines me? There's only one person who is capable of truly defining who we are. And it's not our husbands, you know? Yeah. It's God. Yeah. After all, he created us. He knows us. And so we have to find our identity in him. Otherwise... We're going to struggle because we're going to go and we're going to look to resolve our conflict. We're going to look to resolve our challenges through a false sense of who God created us to be. If you're struggling, really struggling in this area, don't accept it. Don't accept that this is my fate. This is this is who I am. This is Mm. what's happening in my marriage. And it will always be this way. No, don't accept that. 
you know, because I think so many times we get stuck Mm -hmm. and it's because we don't know where to turn. And so we almost get comfortable, even Mm -hmm. when something is unpleasant. We just get comfortable in that. But, you know, God wants us to understand we are strong, even in our weakness. You know, it allows him, his strength to rise up in us, you know, Share with us some resources that may help someone struggling with identity. And, you know, again, to answer your question, I, uh, there's so many books. I mean, you could Google identity, mm-hmm. you know, and books on identity, and there are lots of them out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's nothing that truly replaces the word of God. You know, find someone who maybe have been through a similar situation. Uh-huh. You know, never think that you are walking alone. Yeah. Um, because God will help you find someone to come mm-hmm. alongside you. And so that's what's so beautiful about what you're doing, too. You know, and I mean, it doesn't have to be an older woman. Yeah. You know, it could just be a woman who God has given a set of experiences or has uh, become wise in a certain area. I mean, if you had any last words, what would you leave the women with? Well, it's, it's, it's so important to embrace the person God has created you to be. It's so important. Um, love yourself for who God has created you to be. He loves you. We need to love ourselves. Um, it's easier for someone else to love us. If we love ourselves, you know, yes, don't lose hope. You know, if things aren't the way they are, they, you want them to be right now. um, Just, just uh, allow God to do a work in you, in you, first of all, and then in your marriage. Don't just settle in to what you see right now. Yeah. God Mm -hmm. is still at work. And even if you're struggling in this area, try to see yourself on the other side. Girl, listen, that was good. I'm so glad you stopped by today. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Spotify, whichever one you're listening to. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cherish Wife Life. And just so you know, we release a new season of weekly episodes every other month. The Wife Life Podcast will be airing January, March, May, July, September, and November of 2021. Meet us back here every other month so that you can join the conversation. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, don't forget to go back and check them out. All right. Until next time, talk to you later.